Hey folks, what are we talking about today? The woo. <laughs> and how can your woo or spiritual practice or religious practice of any kind support sexual pleasure? Mm. Yeah, stay tuned. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get into how can these practices impact your sexual healing. Here we go. So the reality is the answer is gonna depend. I've worked with many, many, many clients on deconstructing much of their religious trauma that really uh, was a barrier to who they are sexually, who they want to be sexually, who they, how they want to communicate to their partners and how their bodies react. So a spiritual religious practice can be very intimate and healing, but on the other side of it, it can also have been traumatizing. So I, I really want to allow for that to have been people's experience because there are many people I have worked with across my career that be, that's been the case. So I really want you to go gently forward through not only listening to this conversation that I'm going to bring you here in a minute, but with yourself. Go gentle on this path, my friends. Um, include only practices that fill your cups and that are not continue, that don't continue to be traumatizing to you. So in the upcoming episode, I brought in another er Erica, because Erica's a rat. Let's just be real. Uh, Erica Waiterlight to give us more kind of nerdy woo nuances of how your spiritual practices can support your sexual pleasure. Let's do this. Stick around to the end. I promise you won't be sad. See you afterwards. Sex talk, Derek and Miley, cause sexuality is tough, and okay sex just isn't good enough, no, sex talk with Derek and Miley. Y'all, I brought you a fellow Erica. I can't help it. I love it when that happens. <laughs> I don't know that I haven't, I haven't had another Erica on the show yet. And you know, somebody's probably going to dig into the, to, into the, the recordings be like Erica no like four years ago you did I'm like oh well whatever anyway I can't I it's hard after four years to remember all the things but I'm so glad to bring you another Erica folks welcome Erica Wiederlight, a personal empowerment coach helping people embrace their sexual power actress meditation teacher Reiki practitioner in addition to the host of welcome to the Weeder Life podcast y'all we're gonna get into the spiritual stuff today and I'm stoked Thanks for coming, Erica. Thank you. I'm like, let's get witchy. Yes. Let's get weird. Yes. <laughs> All the witchy stuff. I love it. <laughs> so I, I really want to talk about your own path up front. Like you talk, you talk about um, going from your own form of perfectionism to being a pleasure expert. So, you know, there's marketing words there, but I, I want to hear um, how you would say perfectionism was impacting how you saw yourself and maybe even interacted with the world. Oh, I love that. And it's, I have to be totally transparent. It's still like up. Oh, fair. It still can be just so mm -hmm. up and mm -hmm. I'm like, Ooh, there, there it is rearing its ugly head. Like it's back. <sighs> but how it was manifesting was 
a form of obsession. Mm, I see. Um, and like, yeah. And like for business, it was just LOL. <gasps> like, LOL. Like we can't even put a post up. <laughs> <laughs> newsletter. That took three weeks. <laughs> that took three weeks. This is I'm knowing like, laughter passed. over here. This is knowing laughter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. You know, you know, oh, and the pot, the pot, forget it. Like the business part, it was like, it was so in my face and so aggressive. Yeah. But then it also came out, I mean, every area of life mm. with money with and yeah. how it really manifested was like all or nothing behavior, mm-hmm. feast or famine behavior, yep. where it was like, so money such a good example. Food for me is a big one mm-hmm. where it was like, oh, I need to be in such a contraction. I need to be perfect and not eat or not spend or <laughs> that's not sustainable. So we're going to the end of the road, you know, like. <sighs> fill her up and so like it it manifested in such a feast or famine yeah. all or nothing yeah. type behavior i'm sure you get it oh well i mean you're you're saying like my own life out loud like i think you what old the old shit that we even if we've worked on it um and i talk to my my clients about this all the time even when we've worked on it when we go and face like a big transition of life when we go face something that's scary usually that's when the old patterns of thought and fear and and the body sensations of all of that come back it's like yeah hey let me remind you of all the bullshit that you went through before and now you got to face it again because you're scared so i hear you yep. de- i hear you describing that i i hear you and it is I think when you are building something of your own too, that pops up so significantly. And then I also heard you describe how it shows up like in every patriarchal, like piece for women, money, (laughs) sex, (laughs) food, all of it, body, every part of it. So while you were trying to build your business, how did you start to do some of that work for yourself and and how was your spiritual life involved oh that is such a good question and you know what i think you hit the nail so deeply on the head because i had to unpack so much and i still am i'm sure mm-hmm. we are for the rest of our lives unfortunately yeah. but so much patriarchal shit yeah. like i had to unpack mm-hmm. that and take off layers and i was like oh my gosh this is why it is manifesting especially with food and body and money like it was i really had to pull the onion apart and again total transparency we're still in the kitchen peeling you know what i mean like we're still we're still totally peeling but how i really and it sounds so corny because when you're like from perfectionist to pleasure expert i'm like how what a nerd who wrote that and i'm like oh he does me because <laughs> like i'm like who did that and i'm like oh wait like from a distance i'm like dork and then i'm like wait oh my god shit that was my truth that yes. is my truth like it sounds so um like you said like hot topic marketable you know like buzzwords and i'm yeah. like ew and then i'm like fuck but i in, in all seriousness, the pleasure mm-hmm. work was more than just, ah, I get rainbows and butterflies and boas, mm-hmm. you know, like it, God bless, like feather me in a chaise lounge, mm-hmm. but it was more than that. It, for me, it was such a reclamation of I'm worthy and deserving of taking up space. I'm worthy and deserving of holding good things. Mm-hmm. And that when I put the lens on of what feels good, what feels nourishing, yeah. it perfectionism that didn't I mean again it's still there but it didn't have much of a spot because it was like this feels fucking horrendous to take three weeks to write a newsletter you know what I mean like it it just put things in more of a perspective and it was such 
a reclamation of sorts. It sounds like you had a, you began to have a deep understanding that perfectionism is the shield. It's it's a it's a it's a red herring. It's not like it's yeah. not doesn't exist. Like we can't we can't do perfect, but it's that shield to try to deal with that physical experience of fear when we're pushing yeah. up against and I think you you said something very clear that that I want to come back to, which is the pleasure part of it. It's something mm-hmm. that I have watched so many people and in myself, the minute that it's body pleasure, like food nourishment pleasure, physical pleasure, orgasms, it's almost like it's gasoline to the problem and you can't ignore it anymore. The pleasure brings it uh, brings it up to the forefront in such a, a in a hurry. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's so true. It's, and I have to add too, this is a little bit of a sidebar, but kind of what we're going on. It's mm-hmm. like that sometimes is scares people to do the work Yes, because pleasure is oh, like, it, you know, it could be electric. Mm-hmm. I mean, it could be soft too, but like it's alive. Yes. And then when you feel that alive with pleasure, mm-hmm. You then feel so alive with the grief. You feel so alive with the rage of the injustices that are going on in the world. And so pleasure sounds like really cool. Like, you know, like it's so hot. But then also you're like, fuck. Like I have to do like I it yeah. is an awakening mm-hmm. of being alive to all of it. Every yes. shade, every color, every texture. Like mm-hmm. it's really, I mean – uh, how do I say this? It's really like a tantric way of living that you're like fully alive to all of the different, you know, emotions. And so it sounds like really cool. And it's a really big buzzword in the community right now, but it's like, Oh, like it is, it's no joke, no turning back. So that's a sidebar that it's, it's alluring. Mm -hmm. It's really sexy. Um, and so is perfectionism. Perfectionism is so sexy. Mm -hmm. So, so glamorous. So like tantalizing. Um, again, that red herring, right? Like it gives you this sense like, Oh, I can control all of this. No, no, no. And especially when you allow yourself to feel all of the feelings, which includes pleasure, you can't, you can't numb one. If you numb one emotion, or physical experience, you numb them all. And perfectionism is a numbing agent. So you're you're talking about taking off that cap. And like you said, that is terrifying for a lot of human beings. And it sounds like for you, pleasure was at, at the core of like how some of that transformation began to happen. I am curious, how would you say some of the, the other spiritual parts of you like helped with that? Like Reiki, angel car reading, which I know that's something that you do. How, how did that support some of your transformation forward? I love that. You know, it really, for me, it really grounded me. Mm. So for like the angel cards, the goddess cards, it was a reminder of, and this is corny, but go with me of like my divinate, like for, yeah, I'm like, wow, I'm about to be real embarrassing, but like of my divine, Mm. like it reminded me because here's the thing, like my pleasure shit, I could do again, we could be in a chaise lounge getting feathered, being fed grapes. Mm -hmm. But if I don't believe I'm worthy and deserving of it, I'm going to do everything in my power to shoo that shit away. And so the, the cards really helped me and anchor me and like, Hey, E, you're worthy and deserving of feeling good. Hey, E, you're worthy and deserving of holding good things. Mm. And for the Reiki, it's so funny, like, because I, I ebb and flow with the Reiki practice. Mm -hmm. Yesterday I was having this like interesting, like 
I don't want to say anxiety attack, but like things were coming up Mm -hmm. and I used the Reiki as a form of quote unquote pleasure, but of self-soothing. And so instead of it just being like, this is a separate divination tool, like, you know, in a box, I brought it into as a pleasure practice to regulate, to heal, to soothe myself. Mm -hmm. And so these tools have been such uh, a grounding force in my practice. Mm. Like it has helped me significantly. And, you know, we bop and we bounce different tools, but those guys have really helped me anchor in. You're, you're talking about using a different part of our existence to, to help you ground yourself. Most of the, my listeners are really, uh, know what a nerd I am and know <laughs> how much I love science and psychology and all of those things. But what you're talking about is this, this parallel support that allowed mm-hmm. you to access, access soothing in a way that I am, I am constantly trying to teach my clients how to soothe themselves. And it is so much more effective when it's something that is about them. So if it's something that it belongs to their spiritual life, whether it's Reiki, tarot, whatever that is, or even like somebody who goes to a church and, and uses prayer, like yes, the, the spiritual side of soothing is something that you're talking about. And I think you're, you're talking about how it supported pleasure and it yes. doesn't always have to be about masturbation and a sex toy. I mean, it can be about that too, because you can definitely meditate that way. Y'all yeah. just get it, like, get it right. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> but you, I, I'm, I think you just described it in such a lovely way that, that Reiki, yes, you can ebb and flow with it. Again, you're, you're kicking that perfectionism can like, Hey, no, we don't have to practice this all the time. This is a, this is a lovely piece of me now, right now in the here and now. Exactly. And you know, what's so funny now I'm in a very different place, but when I started this work, I was at such a fucking rock bottom Mm. and like, and was dealing with dealing with an eating disorder and trauma. Like I couldn't look at, like, I, I'm going to be honest. I couldn't even look at myself. I, there was so much self-hatred. And so why the spiritual was so powerful mm. was I could, I wasn't in a place to get behind myself and ha- say an affirmation. I wasn't in a place to get behind myself and be like, you deserve it. E yeah. wasn't there. So I needed something bigger than myself to be like, I don't fucking believe in myself. Mm-hmm. I feel worthless, but these angels believe in me, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Like my, it could be my cat, you know, my cat Tootsie mm-hmm. in the sky. It doesn't matter. Yeah. But like, I was like something greater, even if this energy, yes. this energy is non-judgmental of me. They're not mad at me that I gained 15 pounds, mm-hmm. you know, like there was, so I wasn't in a place. Now I am, I was not in a place to look at myself. Yeah. And so, so I felt, okay, I can't do the work right now. It feels too threatening to even work with a therapist or a coach. Mm. But that helped me get jamming yeah. in of, okay, something bigger than me, something greater. So call it God, God is source. I don't give a shit. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But it helped me feel loved. And then I opened up to, you know what? I am ready to be held by a therapist. Mm-hmm. I am ready to be held by a coach. Yeah. I am ready to be held by community. But for me, because I was so not there, I had, um, I felt the love in a way Mm -hmm. that I wasn't ready to give to myself. And so that for me really is what got me into. I, I, 
you're you're talking about a really important part, which I don't. Um, anytime I hear, if I hear a coach, uh, I've heard therapists be bad about this too. Anybody who's trying to use positive affirmations as a way to combat shame, it doesn't fucking work. Like you work. just said, it just does not work because right. it doesn't matter how many times you might repeat something to yourself. If shame and perfectionism, which is they're they're tightly, tightly intertwined, are sitting in yep. the back of your head going, huh, that's cute. Like you're mm-hmm. not going to like you said, you're not going to be able to to face the the what can feel so dark and and scary. Uh on your own without some sort of like uh maybe a, a neutral idea or maybe an yes. external like a spiritual practice that can offer you another version of love from the outside of yourself uh, exactly I, you're you're on to yeah. something here and you know what thank you and it also got me outside of myself mm. meaning with the eating disorder you know like i was so consumed. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a friend and I have never really admitted this, but I was so deep in my eating disorder mm. that I couldn't even show up for a friend's funeral. Cause I was so riddled by shame and embarrassment. Mm-hmm. And I also was grieving another loss, but like, I was just yeah. so in my shit. Yeah. And not only did the, the spiritual self help me with mm, love, but it helped me get outside of myself mm. because I was so consumed and that's okay if we're there like that's, but it helped me be like, Oh shit, mm-hmm. there's other stuff going on. Oh shit. There's other people suffering. Yeah. Oh shit. Like it helped me get out of my deep suffering. Yeah. If that makes sense. It helped me give me a perspective. I'm like, Oh, there's more than me just crucifying myself. Cause I gained 15 pounds. Mm-hmm. Like it, it put a lot of, not only did it teach love, but it taught perspective of baby girl, mm-hmm. baby girl. There's, I, I love you. And this is not from a place of shame, but there's more going on my honey. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it gave me big from a loving place, but grounded perspective. You, you narrowed in on something that I think is important for the audience to hear is that pain when we're experiencing it, whether it's from, eating disorders, whether it's from uh, specific shame, grief, what, what have you, pain narrows your experience in a very, very specific way that's really hard to get out of yourself. It's very, mm. very difficult to be able to, to see who you are, how, you're, how your feelings exist, how all of those things, when you're stuck inside that pain, yeah, it is incredibly difficult to break loose. So it really does sound like this the the spiritual exploration really did help you on your way to get to mental health. Not only just like therapy, but also getting to work with other coaches. So I, I am curious the the spiritual exploration and how how do you think that that can help other people bring their own awareness to specifically sexual pleasure? Ooh, love that. You know, first and foremost, well, actually I lied. Let's just go right into it. I'm like, fuck it. <laughs> Let's go right into it. I'm like, we, we, we don't have no time to waste. Uh, for me, it really connected. And I see this a lot with my clients too. Mm my intuition. Mm. And so let's just say we're doing angel cards or let's say we're doing Reiki, which is so intuitive based or really mm. honestly, any spiritual practice that is so intuitive based. 
You so have to be in your body. Mm -hmm. You so have to be listening not to the anxiety or outside of yourself. And so with sexuality, you know the deal. Mm -hmm. Like that is so about being in your body. That's so about trusting. Ooh, I don't like, like in my brain, it seems really hot to be slapped. But Mm -hmm. like, wow, I absolutely hated that. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So they have a direct correlation of, I feel safe to my intuition. This is a no for me. Mm. Or like, oh my God, this is a yes. And like, I feel safe to try this. Or if I have a partner or partners, I could express this. Mm -hmm. So for me, again, that really locked me into my intuition and locked me into my truth and feeling safe around my truth, that I could express it, that I could speak it, that I could be held in it. So like intuition and, and the sexual piece were and are still directly correlated for me. Yeah, I I hear how that that perfectionism definitely locked you off from being able to connect to believing that inner voice inside of yourself. Is that fair to say? Yes, that's so fair to say. It's I think yeah. that that comes back to like you know how the universe works. We like full circle conversations. It brings us back right to the beginning of what we were talking about, how perfectionism is a shield and it is not actually effective. It is harmful to us and it is harmful to actually all of the relationships that we would want to have. How would you say, I'm curious, like I've noticed in myself, just uh, full disclosure, like once I really got a handle on my, my own perfectionism, I could have better relationships with my female friends, my fellow queer friends, my, uh, my partner, I could have better, more connected, more honest relationships with them Mm -hmm. and with myself at the same time. How would you say that that impacted you in, in your relationships? So deeply because you hit it so, so nailed to head because I was using perfectionist as a shield to not be seen. Like, yep. Yep. I was like, I do not want to be seen. Mm -hmm. So like, this is a way that I could avoid. This is a way that I could put up. And, and it's funny in a way I created a persona Mm -hmm. and the persona was not untouchable, but they didn't go too deep. Yeah. And it was very surface and very fun. And, and so with me bringing down the perfectionism, Mm. like I'm allowing myself to be seen in the glory guts, fabulousness of it all. Like Mm. I'm thinking of a stupid example, but in my old perfectionism, I might be like, what the hell is my hair? And like, I might, it's going to do what it's going to do. Like, yeah, like I'm I'm sweaty over here, (laughs) but you know, like I might in the past, like I might be like, Oh, da, da, da. And then I would have, I wouldn't have been fully present with you. Mm. Like it manifested. I've been like, oh, okay. Oh my God. Oh my God. What if everyone thinks that, 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 like I would get so into my head and so spiral out mm. that I was absolutely not present. So forget about sex because that was so in performance, so in hiding land, you know, the, the duality of I'm performing and also don't want to be seen land. Um, but yeah, it was a shield. It was such a geniusly tailored shield for me Mm. to not be seen, to not connect. And man, has it been a really glorious ride to take it down Mm -hmm. and to, um, break through this like character, literally caricature, not even character, like cartoon caricature that I had created for myself. Yeah. You, I, I mean, you are uh, uh, 
we we share a name. We share <laughs> we share a nickname too. When you were saying hey E, I was like, oh, that's me too. Hey E. <laughs> yeah. I love it. You're like, yeah. <laughs> so uh, I think I, I think it might be helpful for folks to know like when you're when you're first meeting somebody with a, a coaching session, like what is like maybe first suggestion, first step that you might ask them to start to do, maybe. Ooh, I love this question. This is such a good one. So a few things. Mm -hmm. First and foremost, I always like to take a gauge on how people, if it feels safe Mm -hmm. and how safe it feels to be in the body. Mm -hmm. Because some people could fly. Yes. Some people could be like, let's go. Let's for an hour do, you know, a visualization type exercise. Some people are like, bitch, I'm not fucking closing my eyes. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, God bless. Mm -hmm. That's great. You're perfect where you're at. So first and foremost, I want to see if it feels safe Mm -hmm. to feel sensation in the body. Yeah. And from there we dance. And so even that might feel too threatening. So we'll put that on, we'll put that on a pause for one second. So that's, that is a component of the work. Mm -hmm. Another big one that I'm like obsessed with is celebrations. Mm. So I'm like, okay, if it feels too threatening for eyes closed, we're going to do celebrations. Mm. So what I mean by that is I have them, I have a very coachy of me, but like I talk through my, with my clients who Vox are like so fucking coachy, Mm -hmm. Uh, but (laughs) we do celebrations Uh and I have them celebrating themselves um, and, and all that desires. Another big one is, this is a simple exercise, but I say to everyone is Mm -hmm. every time you pass a mirror Mm -hmm. or a reflective surface or a zoom or a conversation like this, Mm -hmm. can you give yourself three compliments? Mm -hmm. Because we're so attuned to, oh, fuck, what the hell is this? And what the hell, you know, like we we have that narrative. So for mm-hmm. me, first and foremost, the first session or two is I just want to meet people where they're at. Mm-hmm. I just want to hold them where they're at. So it everyone's journey is similar, mm-hmm. but so different. Yeah. Because I never want to force, let's do this exercise and let's go here. Like I want to meet people exactly where they're at mm-hmm. with the intention, with the hope that when they leave, they feel supported, seen with tools Mm -hmm. to hold the fullness of themselves, the grief, the rage, the pleasure, Mm -hmm. uh, that they have more confidence, that they have more grounding, that they, that it feels safe to be radiant. Yeah. Cause sometimes sometimes it doesn't feel safe. It doesn't feel accessible. Mm -hmm. Especially. (laughs) Oh, you're like, get the hell out of here with that. But (laughs) that it happens in many different forms mm-hmm. it takes takes its shape how it takes its shape but that's really my intention is like not fucking instagrammable self-love self-care but like real true self-love soul care mm-hmm. confidence radiance living your truth being in your truth um empower we'll just fucking call it was empowerment yeah I, I, yeah. I absolutely, I absolutely love it. And I love to, to bring you and this, this spiritual connection to how people can learn to ground themselves and find safety, not only in their bodies, but in pleasure. I'm just so glad you've been here with me today. So how do people find you? How do people find you in the world? Yes. Let's be friends. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, let's be friends. Let's do it up. So I'll go through my spiel on Insta, of course, which is at we the light underscore LLC. Mm-hmm. And then we could hop on my website and that's where we give all the free shit. Mm-hmm. So, and I love, we love a free goodie. Love free so the shit. website, <laughs> we love free shit. Uh, so the website is www.wethelight.org. Mm-hmm. And on there, like you spoke about before, I have my podcast, I have my blog, 
I had my free book, which we, I joked, I'm like, who the hell wrote that? It was me uh, from perfectionist to pleasure expert, even though it's the title is crunchy as hell. We got some good, we got, good. I'm like, who wrote good. that? Uh, we got some good tools in there and it's easy read. Cause I hate like a 400. It's, 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 it's 400. Who's got time for 400 pages? This is why no, I listen to podcasts. No. I love y'all. Yeah, I love exactly. y'all with books. Yeah. I love y'all with books, but when when a girl is busy <laughs> yeah like give us give it that's why i was like this shit's gonna be 46 pages mm-hmm. like and it's gonna be big type because we got we gotta move so it's it. it's tools all the things and then lastly what i do offer is uh because i was there mm-hmm. i know the uh, of like the feeling of i want to work with someone mm-hmm. but like i'm scared as fuck yeah so not even from a market, sure, like, is there some business to this? Yes. But really from a genuine place for people to feel safe, mm-hmm. I do offer a free 60 minute session because mm-hmm. I don't want you signing up with me and you're like, this feels fucking horrible. Mm-hmm. So what I do is like, I have a free 60 minute session. We do a mini sesh mm-hmm. and then we see if we're a match to work together. Mm-hmm. And you might be like, absolutely not or absolutely, but with someone else. Mm-hmm. So this is a space where we do a mini session. We see if it's a safe, if we see if it's a match to work one-on-one together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's all on the website. Like I said, we, the light.org, you can get a free session. You get the free book podcast and blog. So you can get all the free goodies there. Fantastic. Go find all the free goodies and get ready to get safe and spiritual with a fellow Erica. Yet again, evidence that Erica's a rad. <laughs> Erica was so lovely to chat with. If you have any questions about any of her stuff or what's going on with her, jump in those links in below the video or in the show notes, wherever you're taking this. And I really hope you enjoyed it. Uh, thanks for sticking around. Any of you want any more content, any of the stuff I couldn't say, any of the stuff I can't show you, join us over at Patreon. The link will be in the comments and or the summary and or the show notes. (laughs) And uh, the first 500 folks are going to get a awesome squishy toy, uh, either a brain, a taco, or an eggplant. And uh, the Board of Nerds is really going to get to have a lot of say about content going forward. It's going to have a lot of say about what questions they want answered of the audience, but also their own questions answered. We're going to join as a community, Q&As. Yeah, all, I'm putting all my stuff there. All the stuff. $5. That's it. So join us. Hit like, subscribe, the notification bell. Oh, and if you're in any podcast feed, please rate and review. It helps all of this be found, especially in podcast land. So thanks to all my other fellow nerdy folks out there. I will see you next Thursday.